Star Wars 7x7 episode 2936. All right, now that we've got a little distance from the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, let's do our final analyses. And we'll start with Reva. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So I spent time re-watching the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, I'm sure. I'm not the only one who's re-watched it, right? I have a feeling you might have too. And when I re-watched, I re-watched for a couple of particular things. One of my re-watches was to look at Reva's character and dig a little deeper into who she is, particularly in light of the turn that we discover that big surprise during episode five. That's the one where Obi-Wan and the members of the path are trapped on Jabim and Reva leads a bunch of stormtroopers after them and then Darth Vader comes down eventually, right? And then Reva and Darth have their final showdown. That's the one that we've been calling frame within a frame. And I hope, I hope, that Moses Ingram is nominated for an Emmy Award if for no other reason in this series than for that scene in Chapter 5 where she and Obi-Wan are on the opposite sides of the door and she reveals her tragic backstory. It's drawn out of her. Like, her performance is just amazing and her performance in chapter six which is letting go that's the one that we're giving the title we're giving to that one i mean yeah she was great throughout the series but five and six oh man she was spectacular and the fact of the matter is and i don't know maybe you picked up on this and and i didn't until just now like maybe you're gonna hear this and you're gonna be like oh yeah come on what took you so long but reva is the first person that we see in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. When they start off with the flashback to Order 66 and you see the Jedi Master leading the younglings, the initiates, in a you know little Tai Chi-like exercise, the first person we see is young Reva. And when their Jedi Master is killed by the clones and one of the younglings says, what do we do now? And another one says, we run. Well, they start running and then when we get to episode five and Reva starts having flashbacks to Vader arriving slash Anakin arriving, like that is a continuation of that scene. They're running along that bridge and the door on the other side opens and that's when Anakin comes in with the 501st. So in that sense, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is as much about Reva as it is about Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I know there were, I guess, earlier versions of the story where Reva was killed off, and I'm quite frankly glad that she wasn't. I mean, this really gives her a chance to not only redeem herself, but as Obi-Wan says, you know, by showing Luke mercy, she's given peace to all the younglings that she couldn't help when she was young and a youngling herself. Now I have to say from a storytelling perspective that also does put a little bug in my brain about a potential missed opportunity because one of the other younglings is the one that happens to be by sheer coincidence the one hiding out on Tatooine and so it would have been interesting, I think, for Reva to have a moment with this character where there's maybe some bit of recognition, and that probably would have been startling for her and maybe opened up a little bit of the crack in her dark side behavior, maybe letting a little bit of the light in her, at least showing that light was potentially possible. We don't know who ultimately killed that escaping Jedi. We don't know if it was Reva or if it was one of the other Inquisitors, but I think the presumption is it was one of the other Inquisitors. 
prisoners. At least that would seem to have to be the case for Reva's arc to make sense. It's also fascinating to see the parallel between Vader and Reva and the fact that you know, from the outside it looks like Reva just wants to kill Obi-Wan Kenobi as well because of different reasons, obviously, than Vader, but still it ends up being the same ultimate goal. Although the uncomfortable question then becomes, did Obi-Wan hang Reva out to dry in that episode? Because Obi-Wan would have to have known that Reva wouldn't stand a chance against Vader just by herself, right? I mean, you know, that's no knock on Reva. That is acknowledging that Anakin slash Darth Vader is a tremendously gifted force user and at the height of his powers, Obi-Wan could barely handle him. So yeah, it seems like Obi-Wan, if he was really going to have a chance to defeat Vader in that moment with Reva's help, it would be that he would have had to stay with Reva and help her fight him and let the path members escape and he didn't do that but now that the secret is out now that she has revealed her you know deepest darkest desire to obi-wan i think it just overwhelms her basically and so she decides this is the time when i have to make that move and i know i know there's no way she can defeat vader anyway just because of the original trilogy right and yet oh man i did kind of want to see her do some damage to him. I mean, when you think about it, somebody could cut a leg off of Vader and it wouldn't have any effect on continuity whatsoever because his legs are already mechanical anyway. So they can just be swapped out, boop. But one of the things that I think I'm most particularly grateful to the writers of the series and to Deborah Chow is that Reva survives and is able to face her demons and confront her trauma and get to some release, to some kind of resolution to start on something resembling a path of healing. And that she gets to survive the events of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series so she can continue on that path of healing. And this also gives us the opportunity to see something that we don't really see that often in Star Wars storytelling, at least, you know, not in current canon storytelling, which is seeing a dark side force user redeemed and actually starting down a path, if not of, you know, light side force using, but certainly, you know, moving away from that darkness. So now we'll get to have Reva for future storytelling, which is awesome. And whether that's in a Kenobi season two, which we don't know if that's going to happen. We just know that people are saying, yeah, we'd love to do it if there's a story for it. So <laughs> that's as much as we know. But whether it's that or some other story, it is awesome that Reva survives and that we can continue to see her story develop, I think. And that is going to wrap up my closing thoughts on Reva now that we have a little space from the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. If you have additional thoughts you'd like to share, about Reva and her character and her development. I'd love to hear them and chat with you more about them. So please, wherever you see something about this episode of the podcast, whether it's over on YouTube or you see tweets on SW7X7 podcast, or even at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com, drop a comment and let me know what you think about Reva's character. I'd love to hear from you. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.